the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Buckle up and settle in for a full hour of automotive mayhem with the real car guy, master technician, Mark Salem, where the only two things we can't fix is a broken heart and the crack of dawn. To talk to Mark, call 602-508-0960. That's 602-508-0960. Now, once again, here's Mark. Welcome back, everybody. Four minutes after the hour of 11 o'clock. My name is Mark Salem. For the next hour, we're going to talk about cars. The name of the show is Under the Hood. And my name is Mark Salem, and I've been doing car repair uh, radio show since 1988. And I am a master tech, and I've been that way for more than 25 years. So I wasn't born yesterday. I got some gray hair, and every once in a while it comes out of my ears and my nose as well. Nevertheless, let's talk about Larry Harker's Auto. They're on... 38th Avenue in Indian School. They've been in business since 1967. Bob runs the shop. Ellen, his wife, runs the front counter. And Bob is one of the best diagnosticians I've ever met in my life. He has the tenacity and knowledge that few people have. There are times, I'm telling you, he is better than I am. So if you've got one of those cars that nobody in town can fix, you might want to call Harker's Auto and make an appointment because he has put, he's got the magic wand sometimes. Sometimes he can do what other shops can't. But he also does oil changes and, and vehicle maintenance, vehicle emissions, brake services, uh, alignments. He does foreign and domestic. He's not really picky, but he's good. So Larry Harker's Auto, Bob at 38th Avenue and in Indian School, and I'm really proud to recommend them and proud that they're on my list of best car repair shops. Adam, good morning to you. How can I help you? Good morning. Um, yes, uh, I was calling about a uh, turn signal problem. I have a uh, 97 Dodge 5.9, uh, 1500, and the, uh, the turn signals just went out, and, it, and the symptoms were the same, the flashing, the rapid uh, signal uh, indicator, and then they just just went out, all of them went out at one time. Um, so I'm trying to narrow it down what it might be. I don't think it's the bulb. Um, I think it's the flash indicator. Okay. Um, well, let me ask that. you some questions. Um, when you turn the left turn signal on, tell me what happens quickly. Well, nothing happens. Okay, so you're not flashing on left or right. Is that it? That That's it, yeah. Okay. On dash or the... okay, and when you turn the hazards on, what happens? They They do go on. Okay. Now, I want you to turn the hazards on and walk all the way around the truck, and let's make sure we got all four corners flashing. Then, I think, if you look in your owner's manual, you're going to have two flashers. You're going to have one for turn signals and one for hazards. Now, I could be wrong about that, and if I'm wrong and you only have one turn signal flasher, then it's called the multi-function switch, which is in the in the steering column. And I bet on your turn signal lever, you probably turn on the wipers or you set the cruise control. That That's a multi-function uh, assembly. I see. And so what normally happens is, is the multi-function switch has to be replaced. That's pretty easy diagnosis for us gray-haired guys. 
the idea is, is do we have power and ground going up? And when we turn the turn signals, do we have a flash coming down? So all that work's done underneath the dash. So that's easy. The steering wheel comes off. You disconnect the multifunction switch down at the very bottom. You have to take the plug off of it sometimes. You pull the wire up, the harness up, but you've got a string attached to the other end so that you can use that to pull up the new harness or pull down the new harness, I should say. And so we put a multifunction switch in. But um, you may have two flashers, and and here's the deal. If both of the flashers have two or three prongs, then you can swap them. So you find, if you see two flashers on the fuse panel, take one out, take number one out, take number two out, and swap them. If your hazards go away and your turn signals work, you know what to do. Yeah. <laughs> All righty. Sounds good. All right. Okay. Well, thanks a lot. You betcha, Adam. Thank you very much. John, you're up next. How can I help you? A 2005 uh, Jeep Wrangler with a uh, four-cylinder engine. Okay. And the problem with it is um, when you drive it on highway speeds for like 20 miles or so, everything's running great. But then when I slow down for a stop sign, it'll stall on me. Um, and it's done it It's done it daily since I've had it. And I've brought it back to the, the used car lot that I bought it at. And they've had it twice for a week. And when I get it back, the same issue. I still have the same issue. Okay. And I was just wondering what you what you thought about that. I think you should um, disconnect the vacuum line to the EGR valve. And I think you should use a pencil or a golf tee to plug the rubber vacuum line. You're not going to plug the nipple, the metal nipple, on the EGR valve. I want you to plug the vacuum line with a golf tee or a pencil. And I want you to drive it that way for a week or so. If the problem goes away, then the EGR valve is sticking open, creating a lean condition, because the EGR is always supposed to be closed at idle, and it only opens after we're underway. The EGR is called an exhaust gas recirculation valve, and we're taking some exhaust and running it back through the engine because the exhaust has unburnt fuel in it. So we're going to recycle the exhaust back through the engine. It's a good thing. There's nothing wrong with it. And the EGR valve costs you no power whatsoever. You cannot disable it, and you cannot remove it. So we're just going to use this as a diagnostic feature. Plug the vacuum line so it cannot open, and go drive it. If the problem goes away, then the EGR valve's hanging up or sticking, so you can take it off and clean it up, or you can replace it. Okay, and then that sounds pretty simple. Um, the other thing I had the issue with is um, when you're going four-wheeling in it, um, everything's everything's fine except for the locking steering wheel keeps dropping down, but I think they might have got that fixed for me. Um, if, then if you stop for, you know, a break, and then you try to start it back up, the, the dash lights will light up, but it, it won't turn over. And if I kept... You know, turning the key, it finally will turn over. Has it got an automatic or standard? Standard. Okay. There's probably a clutch pedal switch, and so what I want you to do next time is is hold the key to the start position and then push and release and push and release the clutch pedal violently. I don't want you to push it to the floor and then move your foot off and let it pop back. I don't want you to do that. I just want you to hold your key to start and pump the heck out of the clutch pedal. 
because we're going to okay. run the start signal through the clutch pedal switch and then to the solenoid and then to the starter. I also want you to go to my website, MarkSalem.com, and print out FAQ number 28. FAQ number 28? At MarkSalem.com. Mark with a K, Salem like the cigarette. Okay. Now, that's going to have you look at the headlights and diagnose what's wrong with your truck. <laughs> so, if oh. you, in, a, in a nutshell, if the headlights are white and bright and you hit the key and they go out to nothing and then you let go of the key and they slowly come back on, it's this. And if you hit the key and, and the headlights don't change intensity, it's this. And then if you hit the key and the, change, the headlights change intensity slightly, then it's this. So FAQ explains all that because you could have a starter solenoid or a starter or a neutral safety switch that's out. So that will help you diagnose it. All righty? And let me tell you something. Used car lots are a good place to buy a car. But if mm-hmm. those technicians were worth anything at all, they'd be working for guys like me for $50,000 a year. And we do lots of work for used lots, but I think the owners uh, in those respects are typically understand the limitations of the technicians that they have, which is oil changes and balancing the tires and getting the car ready for, for service, or getting ready for sale. So I would just caution you about depending on, but if they were successful in fixing a couple of your problems and it's a relationship that has to do with the purchase of the Jeep, then you're kind of stuck there. But I just, well, I don't want you to spend a lot of money for nothing. I'm not sure they fixed the steering column or not because I haven't had it four-wheeling since, since I got it back because it, it started stalling again. So I, uh, they actually, when I told them, you know, the second time that it's still doing the same thing, they actually told me to bring it to a Chrysler Jeep dealership, which I did, and um, they've had it for a couple of days, and uh, they're, they said they let me know uh, Monday. But at least I know they're trying, because they, or they wouldn't have told me to bring it to a Jeep dealership, I guess. Well, and that's why I'm saying I'm giving you something you can try on your own. And if somebody walks into my shop and says, Mark, this is what I got. Long run, I stop, and the car, it dies. And it's a little hard to get running, and then it runs and idles a little rough, and then all of a sudden it's okay, Mark, and I can drive and stop and drive and stop. And when I pulled this line off the EGR valve and I put a pencil in there, then this hasn't happened in two weeks. My response is, is you just saved yourself $100 worth of diagnostic money. You told me everything oh. I needed to know. So that's why I'm offering you that. Um, if, if the dealer can't duplicate the problem, there's a good chance that they would say what I say. I can't duplicate the problem. Do you want me to guess with your money, or you want to wait till it gets worse and easier to find? Because those are the only oh. two options. If you bring your car in, and every on Sunday, every other every other Sunday, when I turn on the radio, the horn honks. <laughs> Come on, you know I'm not going to be able to duplicate that. You know, let's start with something stupid. Let's just disconnect the radio for a couple of weeks and see if that makes a difference. I don't know. So turn the steering wheel left and right. When you turn on the key, turn the steering wheel left and right and see if you can get the horn honk. I want you to hit it real hard. I want you to adjust it up and down violently. I mean, I'm going to give you some, and most shops are going to do the same. I mean, we're going to give you something to do so you can help us diagnose it. But anyway, thank you very much for your call. That was a great call. 602-508-0960, 602-508-0960. The lines are wide open, so you've got a one in five chance of grabbing one of them. And if you want to talk cars, you can. Let me tell you about... Um, S&S Tire. S&S Tire is on the west side. They're really good at what they do. They've been around since 1976. They're on their second generation of guys. They have three locations to service you, Peoria, Surprise, and Goodyear. They do oil changes, tire balances, alignments. They do repair. 
but what they're really good at is selling tires. So they have a list of tires and a very comprehensive line of tires where you can go in and they'll look at your size and you can say to them, I'd like a price for two or four, out the door price, and I'd like it on your good, your better, and your best. And they can pull that off. They can show you the good, better, best. They can give you a price out the door for good, better, best, and you can decide what you want to do. Now, there's a treadwear number on the tire that kind of gives you an idea of what the expected life is going to be. So a treadwear number of 300 and a treadwear number of 600 would suggest the 600 is twice as good as the 300. And that's printed on the sidewall. But they're going to walk you through that. So they're really good at what they do. They have tires from wheelbarrows to tractors and everything in between and like i said before they can balance your tires they do alignment suspension work so if they see a wear pattern that's unusual on your tires they can diagnose it and bid the repair upper control arm bushings lower control arm bushings lower ball joints they know how to do that and that's the time to have it done is when you're having your tires changed because the tires tell the story good even wear no harm no foul we got inboard wear, that's something. We got outboard wear, that's something else. That's what it's all about. So SNS Tire, Peoria, Surprise, and Goodyear. We'll be back. The Seth and Chris Show, where it's principles and politics. Everything they wanted and said they wanted, they got. And it was coming to them before they struck. I hope this isn't a new politics. And I hope common sense Arizonans, you don't give up on what our politics really should be on education right now, which is serious education reform. Weekdays, 3 to 6, right here on AM 960, The Patriot. Now you have a friend at Thunderbird Automotive, and his name is Tom Fletcher. In 2003, Thunderbird Automotive was a finalist in the Better Business Bureau Ethics Award. In 2004, they won that award. Check them out at the BBB online directory. They're proud of their A-plus rating. Thunderbird Automotive has ASE certified technicians. They can fix anything with a steering wheel. Thunderbird Automotive offers a free courser inspection on every vehicle, the same one that some charge $49 for. They now offer a three-year, 36,000-mile warranty on parts and labor anywhere in the country. If you live in the Northwest area, you have to stop in to Thunderbird Automotive at 88th Avenue in Thunderbird, just west of the 101. For more information, visit them online at ThunderbirdAutomotive.com. That's ThunderbirdAutomotive.com. Or drive right in at 88th Avenue and Thunderbird, just west of the 101. Have you racked up more than $10,000 in credit card debt? Are you barely getting by, making minimum payments? You should know. The credit card companies are tricking you into thinking there's no way out. Credit card companies would rather you didn't know that there are ways you can become debt-free and you don't have to pay the entire amount you owe. There are debt relief programs that help people like you escape overwhelming credit card debt. National Debt Relief has helped tens of thousands of people just like you reduce more than $500 million of debt. National Debt Relief has helped so many people, they're A-plus rated by the Better Business Bureau. You don't have to declare bankruptcy or take out a consolidation loan. You have the right to settle your debt for a mere fraction of what you owe. Reduce a large portion of your debt now. Visit ndrnow.com. That's ndrnow.com. Go now to ndrnow.com. ndrnow.com. 
This is Michael Medved for townhall.com. Recent polls suggest 70% of Democrats support impeachment of President Trump, a preference ignoring obvious lessons from the recent past. Andrew Johnson was impeached in 1868 during his last months in office, and he wasn't running for re-election. Then, with Richard Nixon a century later, momentum against him proved so powerful that he resigned before voters went to the polls for midterms. Only Bill Clinton faced congressional elections in the midst of an impeachment crisis, and he became the only president since the two-party system began to gain congressional seats in the middle of his second term. Americans disliked Clinton's amorous adventures, but they hated the idea of impeachment and still do. If Democrats campaign for Congress promising turmoil, scandal-mongering, and gridlock, they will lose and deserve to lose. I'm Michael Medved. The Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy, America's unique graduate program. Learn more at publicpolicy.pepperdine.edu. I started my adventure in the Air Force Reserve as a payload system operator. A flight medic in the Air Force Reserve. I'm a pilot for the Air Force Thunderbirds demonstration team. We do a lot in a little bit of time, and we have to do it very efficiently. It's a very exciting career. The Reserve gave me the opportunity to learn something totally different from what I did. The training in the Air Force Reserve is second to none. The most exciting thing in the Air Force Reserve is to be able to travel. It gave me the opportunity to go to college. That was definitely a bonus. And the Air Force Reserve gave me all those opportunities, and then even more. Start your adventure in the Air Force Reserve. Welcome back, everybody. 21 minutes after the hour of 11 o'clock. We're here till 12, so if you want to join us, you can. 602-508-0960. I want to tell you something, and I want to clean something up that I may have made a mess with. Amsoil is an oil that's a good quality oil. It's sold in like an Avon environment where it's a multi-level sales. So there you got this big cheese up in the top who sells to this guy, and this guy sells to this guy. I'm not berating Amsoil at all. I'm not. It's a good oil. It's typically not found in Walmart or auto, auto, you know, auto repair parts places and stuff like that. It is a good quality oil, but in Mark's opinion, it's no better than any of the rest of them. So I'm going to say that, that Amsoil is every bit as good as Dello, Chevron, Valvoline, Castrol. Um, who else can we throw out there? Mobile. I mean, mobile. It's, it's the same. It's really a matter of price as far as I'm concerned. So I, I buy oil by hundreds and hundreds of gallons at a time and i don't move around a lot and i think right now we're with motocraft and in spite of the fact chevron oh chevron on the diesel side i think we're on motocraft on the car side but i'm not sure because andy's got that under control but the idea is is that amsoil is a good oil and if you like amsoil then use it the problem is is that you're going to be hand carrying your oil into the shop and sometimes shops will allow you to do that and sometimes they'll let you do it once but not every time and so forth so just check with your shop let's go to the phones and let's talk with glenn glenn you had a second question yes i think gil hung up on me okay i may have i'm sorry no I'm gil so- <laughs> oh gil did yeah oh well i'll flog his butt uh, go ahead that would be appropriate yeah no, number one uh if i met you i'd give you a hug Oh, well, thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you. And secondly, you're going to like this. Okay. I was wrong. Okay. Uh, my 08 is adjustable. I was just told by the previous owner he couldn't figure it out, so he didn't think it was possible, and, and I left it at that. That's okay. You know, I, saying I was wrong is part of my everyday life. <laughs> so, And I use that every time my wife's mad at me. I'm wrong. I'm sorry. 
I don't care. I say that just to diffuse the stuff. But, you know, we talked about that, and there are Department of Transportation or DOT and federal regulations that we have to be able to adjust your headlights. But we opened that door for that. But thank you for calling back. Thank you very much. But I had a shock question. Okay, go. And I'm not sure if I have struts or or shocks because I got a coil over the front shocks. Okay. Then you have a strut. (laughs) Yeah, that's a strut. And and uh, one of them is weeping oil beneath the the boot on these on these bill steins. Uh-huh. Yeah. So I'm suspecting I might as well replace them both. Is uh, number one is a bill stein a good replacement? And then number two, uh, should I change the back ones if I change brands or if I change the front one? Okay, let, let me let me just change your question just a little bit. Alan, do you install a lot of struts? Stretch. Yes. Okay. And, Alan, do we have any particular problem or do we have any particular affinity with one or two brands? We all I, – I, I, I use as much as I can, Bill Stein, as much as I can. Okay. And are they good shocks and yes. last a long time and yes. are they a good value? Yes. Okay. And, so- and, 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 and honest, honestly, I, I'm surprised. I never – I don't know that I've ever seen a Bill Stein leak. Um, so I, I'm surprised to hear that. Okay, and number two, should he do the backs if he's going to do the fronts, or, or should he just do the one front? I wouldn't do the one front. I'd probably do them in a pair, but I don't know that you'd necessarily need to do the back. Yeah, I, I'm I'm with him all the way. I like Bill Stein. If you have money to burn, then <laughs> you know, no, then no. you can. Well, maybe I should pull the boot up because it's it's coming from beneath the boot. I, I, I'm not saying that it's not leaking. I'm just saying mm-hmm. that one of the reasons we use them is because they don't leak. Uh-huh. So if it is, then, I mean, it's not unheard well, of, I'm he, sure. Here's a bad thing. I don't know who's been working on your truck, but there, there has been times in my life where there has been guys squirt oil on stuff that they shouldn't. So I would just lift the boot up, wipe that area down, spray some brake cleaner on it, clean that area up, and look at it yeah. in 30 days and see what the heck happens. So I think that's, but I wouldn't do, how many miles are on the truck we're talking about? 60. Oh, God, no. Just leave the rears alone. You'll be fine. All righty. Thank you, Thank Glenn. Thank you, Bob, very, very much. You betcha. Bob, you're up next. Bob, how can I help you? Morning, guys. Do all cars have some kind of bypass um, filter, you know, oil pressure? Yes. Like if the oil is too thick, that it'll bypass the filter. And you know what else? They all bypass first thing in the morning. They it's all in the bypass. filter. Yeah, it's in the filter. And here's how it works. We got pressure coming in and pressure going out. So in the Minnesota, when it's 20 below zero, the oil's peanut butter. So we start the motor up, and we're pushing 60 pounds of oil pressure in, but we've got 10 coming out. Well, at that point, the filter bypasses. Once the oil starts warming up, then the filter will close and run it through the filtering. But it's in, within the oil. L- let me ex- explain. We're, the people in Minnesota don't get any more or less life out of their cars than the people in Arizona, in spite of the fact that they're bypassing the oil filter when they start up. But in Arizona, during the wintertime, we do the same thing. But I'm trying to represent to you that this is all not worth the discussion because the oil that's in the pan has already been filtered a jillion times as it went through the filter. So if we're going to rotate that oil through the filter on a good cold morning for what effectively could be a minute and a half, who cares? So the answer to your question is it's in the filter. So what happened was I've got a friend who has a new car with one of those. It's just the element, you know, it's not the spin-on filter, you know? Yes. And his engine failed due to a lubrication failure. Okay. And when the dealer took the filter out, the element, it was, like, crushed. Like, the filter was all collapsed because they okay. used another 
not the manufacturer brand of filter. And the dealer's telling them that the filter never filtered. It was in bypass the whole life of okay. the vehicle, of that oil change, and that's why the engine failed. Okay. So they're disallowing the warranty coin. Okay. All right. Well, so they're going to replace the warranty. Or they're going to replace not. the motor. No, they're not. The dealer, they're not. The dealer doesn't want to stand behind it because I don't know if you've seen it with those. Sometimes people don't I, seat the filter in the cap all the way, and the filter kind of collapses. Okay. Well, if it's, a, if it's an element filter, it has a spring, and it's going to be pushing against the ceiling surface. Um, I think what he should do is is I think he should respectfully just hold his car in, 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 at there, and I think he should get the receipt, and I think he should call the filter manufacturer, and let's put the filter manufacturer with the, uh, with the uh, uh, dealership. And, and there's a good chance that the dealership's filter is made by the, the, the uh, manufacturer of his filter. I think I'd get them involved. Second of all, I would turn it over to my insurance company if he has full coverage, and, and, and the insurance company can subrogate that. that They may very well say, look, at, we understand that there's a product failure according to the dealer, so we're going to put your engine back together, and then we're going to take that filter, and we want the filter and, and all the dealer statements because when it comes down, I'm going to talk about shops here, shops. When it comes down to saying something and writing something and saying your name, that oftentimes is the difference between the men and the boys. So you need he needs to say to them, I need you to write down what you say happened. I need you to sign your name to it, and I need you to tell me in writing that you're denying my claim. Now, you should take you should do that at a chain store, you should do it at my store, you should do it at an independent store. In anything they say, you ask them to write it and sign it. I've been involved in this thing, what you're talking about, I can't tell you how many times. And they just blame it on something. And about, in my experience, in my expert testimony, 85% of the time, they end up doing what, they're, what they don't want to do. So it's a matter of, show me your proof, and then you find out, wait a minute, this has nothing to do with it. If the filter collapsed, it could have collapsed because the, 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 uh, the oil pressure regulator in the oil pump went crazy and overpressurized the filter and collapsed it. So this could have been an oil pump problem, and the oil pump could be bad because something came apart inside the engine which contaminated it. So this could be something over here that began to wear a cam bearing. That contaminated the oil pump, which and that stuck it wide open. And so instead of having a regulated amount of oil come through the filter, we're running heavy-duty pressure, and that's what happened. We'll be back right after this. Did you know Raintree Auto Repair is ranked number one in the entire United States by Mercedes-Benz for their repairs? Andy Val, the dad, and his sons Tom and Paul operate Raintree Auto Body in North Scottsdale. They've been around since 1972. Sure, they fix Kias and Hondas and Chevys and Fords, but they are rated the best for their ability to correctly repair the Mercedes-Benz. Remember, Raintree Auto Repair is ranked number one in the entire United States by Mercedes-Benz for their repairs. They have a machine called the Select Benz. It's the same jig they assemble your car on. Raintree can put your car back to its pre-loss condition with 100% accuracy. Raintree Auto Repair is a BBB member with a plus rating, and they're also recommended by GarageFly. Raintree Auto Repair provides free estimates, and they'll give you a lifetime warranty on all paint and bodywork. They use the best glasserate paint, and it's waterborne paint, so it has no environmental effect. For more information, stop by RaintreeAutoBodyInc.com. There's no question you want the best education for your child. It's an integral part of a bright future. 
A private Christian school provides more one-on-one attention, the structured learning and Christ-based values you want for your child. But if you didn't think you could afford it, 960 The Patriot presents half-off tuition. Now is your opportunity to enroll your child at a local private Christian school for half-off. We've partnered with some of the top Christian schools in the Valley to offer a limited number of half-off tuition vouchers. Imagine smaller class sizes, better grades, an inspiring Christian environment where the achievements are positively outstanding. For details and a complete list of schools involved, go to 960thepatriot.com. A values-based Christian education has never been more affordable. Click now and get your half-off tuition voucher before it's gone. Only one or two vouchers per school available. And if you don't see the school you're interested in, let us know and we can try to work with that school. That's 960thepatriot.com. Hey, there he is. How's it going? I'm having a stroke. Are you going to shake my hand or what? I'm having a stroke. Wow, you're not even moving your arm. I'm having a stroke. Are you okay? I'm having a stroke. Your face looks weird, too. I'm having a stroke. Are you having a seizure or something? I'm having a stroke. When someone is having a stroke, they may not be able to say it with words, but their body language will tell you loud and clear. I'm having a stroke. You just need to know the sudden signs. Look for FAST, F-A-S-T. F, face drooping, A, arm weakness, or S, speech difficulty, then T, time. Time to call 911 immediately, because the sooner they get to the hospital, the sooner they'll get treatment, and that can make a remarkable difference in their recovery. Know the sudden signs, face, arm, speech, time. Spot a stroke fast. Visit strokeassociation.org. Brought to you by the American Stroke Association and the Ad Council. Hey everybody, it's uh, 33 minutes after the hour, 11 o'clock, and i got to clean up a couple of things real quick. When we're talking about the car manufacturers, and they say that you must use our products, that's illegal. Um, there's the thing, and you can Google this, Magnuson Moss Act. Magnuson Moss Act. And the Magnuson Moss Act came up after a vacuum cleaner company said you have to use our bags. And then Toyota said in the old days you have to use our oil filter. Well, the government came in and said if they have to use your vacuum bags and if they have to use your oil filter, you have to provide it for free. Is that to keep the warranty intact? You have to use our oil filter to keep the warranty intact? Is that no, kind of- any time that you have to buy a product that's that's in conjunction with your vacuum cleaner or your pool pump thing or whatever. If you have to buy the, the maintenance items, the products from the dealer okay. or the manufacturer, they have to provide it for you for free. Gotcha. So they can't say you have to buy a Mopar oil filter or a Motocraft oil filter or a General Motors oil filter because if they do or a Toyota oil filter, they have to provide it for free. So that eliminates this crap about you got to buy our stuff. So just Google the Magnuson Moss Act, and it's easy. Strictly Diesel is up north. It's a good diesel place. They're a Better Business Bureau A-plus rated shop. They've got some of the best diesel techs in the business. They're dedicated to providing the best service and getting the job done right the first time and under the estimate. They're diehard diesel service and repair and parts place and foreign and domestic light diesels. They work on it all. So they're up at I-17 and Pinnacle Peak Road. Diesel, strictly diesel service and repair is open Monday through Friday and they also sell parts 24 hours a day on their website. So you can get more information from my best car repair shops list and you would click on diesel shops and you can find all about um, strictly diesel. Let's go to Michael. Michael, you're up first. How can I help you? Hi, Mark. I've Hi. talked to you many times over the years. In fact, you remember you called me Fred Flintstone one time. 
I hope you. On, I hope you didn't take offense to that. But brakes on my T-Bird, but it, it worked. All, all I had to do after that was rebuild the battery box and change some clothes. Oh, good deal. Good deal. Okay, good deal. I have a question about oil. I have a 20-year-old BMW uh, Z3, 100,000 miles on it, and uh, the manual says anything oh, below 50 to use a 530, anything above minus 10, 15W40, and that's it. Has well, I know oils have changed, but the car hasn't. Should I change that recommendation or stick with what I've got? No. Let me ask you a question. Are you using any oil over 3,000 miles? No. Are you leaking any oil? Oh, no. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. A drop here or there. I'm talking about a puddle the size of the bottom of a Coke can. Oh, so no. nothing like that. Okay. You don't see any blue smoke, and you're not fouling any spark plugs, right? Right. I'd stick with the 540, the 1540. What about you, Alan? Same thing. And I like the 1540. First of all, we don't get down to 10 below zero here. You know that. (laughs) And second of all, the 40 is going to give your older motor a little bit of protection, and we call it the marshmallow effect. It's basically the people think 40 is like a peanut butter, and it's going to protect my oil. Well, we don't want peanut butter, but it is a thicker viscosity oil. So it will help control and minimize oil leaks and oil consumption. So I vote 1540. That's what I vote. Okay. I'll stick with that. Okay. Thank you very much, Michael. Thank you. Tom, you're up next. Tom, how can we help you? Hi, Mark. Um, Hi. I, I listen to the show a lot. Um, haven't called in for a couple of years, but I've got, I think, probably the weirdest thing. This one's probably going to go in the book. Okay. Um, my wife's um, uh, 2007 Chrysler 300, um, we bought new, and uh, she hardly drives it at all. And uh, had about 66,000 miles on it. We had just uh, had it detailed, and they asked at the car wash, remain nameless, um, do you want an oil change while you're here? I said, sure, go ahead. So she drove about 200 miles after that um, over the course of about two weeks, maybe. You know, just a little here, a little there. And uh, she pulled onto the freeway in Scottsdale and was going about 70, just got up to speed. And um, she says the engine blew up, smoke filled the cab and everything. Pulled over. Well, long story short, um, we had it towed to the dealer, and there was a hole in the engine block. Um, when they looked at it, there was no piston, no rod, or anything in the cylinder. The, the uh, spark plug was crushed. So ultimately, um, we uh, looked to the last place that did the oil change, the car wash, and oddly, um, when she went in to pick the car up, they didn't charge her for the oil change. They said, oh, we're giving you that for free, no problem. And when she called them after this, they said, uh, you know, we have no record of you uh, in our computer. You have your receipts. She said, yeah, of course. And he said, okay, blah, blah, blah. And we, we, we also have you on video, so we know we changed your oil. So ultimately, turned it into the insurance company. They turned us down, said, no, if it's mechanical failure, we don't cover that. Um, also had bumper-to-bumper a powertrain warranty through Chrysler, and they said, well, you know, you didn't come in for the appropriate check at whatever mileage, and like I say, only 66,000 miles. So um, everybody's turned us down, and um, we haven't gone after the car wash yet. Uh, okay, so, well, the real story, issue... Sorry about that. Okay. <laughs> um, it, 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 it really depends on what happened. 
Okay, um, I'm hearing that there's a hole in the side of the block and the rod's gone and the piston's gone, but I'm, I, I want to know about the rest of the motor. I, I want to know if we've got damage up the crankshaft and down the crankshaft from the one that came loose. Now, if we've got everything in front at the cam bearings, the rod bearings, and the crank bearings up front of this defect is fine, and behind this defect is fine, then it ain't an oil pressure problem. Because oil pressure has to wipe out just everything to the problem. So if you've got six rods on a crankshaft, there's no such thing as you just blowing the middle rod. That doesn't happen. Now, if it does happen, then there's going to be metal and there's going to be signs. So your insurance company is unfortunate you need to change insurance companies, but most of the insurance companies will hire somebody and go look at it and determine what it is. Now, is it the lack of oil? Is it the lack of oil pressure? Or did something just come apart on the inside of this? So we would look at all the other lubricated moving parts, and if we deter- if we determined that all these moving parts were fine, and all we had is an explosion in number three, number two, number one, whatever, then we had something come apart there, and that has nothing to do with the oil change. It is unusual that they didn't provide you paperwork. It is unusual that they said what they said. It's very unusual, but the real question is, is what happened? And sometimes they take it for a spin, and some young kid gets in it, and it's a hot rod, and he pops the motor, he does something stupid, they take it back. I'm not saying they did this. I'm saying I've seen this before. And the shop puts a bunch of peanut butter and STP in it, and then somewhere down the line, the motor just throws in the towel, and in reality, it was happened back here. You may, it may be too late for all of this. It may be that everybody's had their fingers in this and stuff like that, but that's what normally happens. You might only have two choices. The insurance turned you down, the dealers turned you down, the aftermarket company turned you down, um, and they're all blaming somebody else. And, and, and then you've got this oil change facility that's pointing at, at fingers at the, other people, too. The, 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 longest, the, famous, the famous line is, is, you don't know who's at fault until you know what it is, what, what is wrong, or who caused it until you know what it is. And somebody has to do the autopsy to figure that out. And, and that's someone... Someone good, that, that's not hard to figure out. So, and, and you're right. Thank you for putting it in a nutshell. No one knows whose fault it is until we know what it is. And like I said, that this, this I, I can give you a hundred war stories about something like this. I just did a tractor with a half a million dollar engine in it. And the whole question was, is, oh, they, somebody put dirt in the tank and then, oh, no, they put it in the engine and all this kind of stuff. And I went and looked at it and I said, this is an oil starvation problem. Everything from front to back is wiped out and somebody forgot to check the oil. And it has all the signs of oil pressure and the insurance company politely declined, and the guy goes, well, I had 4,000 hours on it anyway. I'll just put another engine in it. He was nice. But I think his workers were telling him that we did check the oil when in reality it's clear to me that it was front to back. This thing was wiped out front to back, and it screamed oil starvation. And oil starvation says either the pump went bad, which is a mechanical issue, or there was no oil in it, and that's my conclusion. we got to take a break. When we come back, we'll take open calls, 602-508-0960. 960 The Patriot presents Saving the Republic, an evening with two-time best-selling author Jonah Goldberg and 960 The Patriot's own Hugh Hewitt. Our fundamental problem is that we have a crisis of gratitude in this country. We basically no longer teach people to be grateful for the things that we have, for the history that we have, and we don't actually look at the upside of anything. Enjoy a night out for an intimate dinner. Our cigar patio with Hugh Hewitt, courtesy of 21 Degrees Cigar Lounge, and a special talk and book signing 
screening for Jonah's brand new book, Suicide of the West. How the rebirth of tribalism, populism, nationalism, and identity politics is destroying America. Capitalism can't give you meaning. The market can't give you meaning. It can give you opportunities to pursue meaning on your own. That's what the individual pursuit of happiness is all about. We're becoming much more tribal, and we're starting to watch politics as a form of entertainment. Limited seating. So go to 960thepatriot.com right now for tickets and info. That's 960thepatriot.com. It's easy to take a day for granted. You and your family are connected by routine, and you stick to it. But what if a disaster strikes without warning? What if life as you know it has completely turned on its head? What if your day's routine is disrupted, and you can't reach your family? Have you planned for that? Before a disaster turns your family's world upside down, it's up to you to be ready. Get a kit. Make a plan. Be informed. Today. Learn how at www.ready.gov. Ready.gov. This message brought to you by the Federal Emergency Management Agency and the Ad Council. America. Welcome home the brave. The brave men and women who serve their country are coming home. Home to their cities and towns. Home to their mountains and valleys. Home to their families and friends. Home to America. Some of these warriors are coming home with wounds you can see, and some with wounds you can't see, like post-traumatic stress disorder. Wounded Warrior Project was created to provide the support these wounded veterans need to ensure their return to America is well-adjusted and successful. But we need your help to ensure that our mission is a success. Help us honor and empower these wounded warriors. Contact us at findwwp.org. America, welcome home the brave. Welcome back, everybody. My name is Mark Salem. Sitting next to me is Alan Salem, and we're both here at your service, 602-508-0960. I want to tell you about a shop, and I'm going to just read you a letter I got, and it speaks volumes. Mark, I listen to your show. I hear you talk about Action Auto on Deer Valley Road. I took my 2011 Subaru to them. I asked them to check the oil, check my fluids, hoses, belts, and stuff like that. I basically put my checkbook and trust in their hands. They changed the oil and filter, recommended a brake fluid flush, which I agreed to. They didn't push me on it. The mechanic who did the work had years of experience, came in, came out personally into the lobby to tell me what he found and answered my questions, shook my hand, then thanked me for coming in. Wow. The shop was clean. Everyone was friendly, competent. The owner was there, which is his name's Tom. Action is everything you described and promised they would be. They'll be my shop of choice from now on. Thank you for your recommendation. His name is Steve. This is what I live for. This is what I live for. So Action Auto, I-17 in Deer Valley, happy customer, and this is the kind of service you're going to get from the shops on my best car repair shop list that you can find on my website at MarkSalem.com. And see, let me write down, i got to put down that I've talked about this on 5-5 of 18. We just talked to Tom, and he had an engine that failed with his wife. 
and there's the oil chain shops pointing the finger at the dealer. The dealer says no. The aftermarket company, who we had an aftermarket company, said no. This is one of those situations that unless the car is in exactly the same condition it was when it was towed in and nobody's taken parts off of it and the blah, 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 then the, everything's contaminated. And my advice to him would be really simple, and that is just cut your losses. Don't use the dealer again. Don't buy an aftermarket warranty again. Period don't. ever for any car. And, and, and don't use the oil change place again and tell everybody you know it's just real simple. These three people, my engine failed, and these three people all declined coverage, but they all didn't have a good reason why, and they all pointed fingers at one another. And you can have your say on the Internet as well if you go into some places and you just type the name of the company and reviews, and then you can go in and do whatever you want. Just be careful, be nice, and, and tell the truth. But you're far better off just to cut your losses, get it out of there, take it someplace else, look at a used engine, and look at a new engine, look at a rebuilt engine, put it back together, and here's the deal. I'm going to assume, and I, I don't know what the engine costs on this, because I don't know if you're buying a new rebuilt or a new or a used one, but I'm thinking you're probably going to be in the three to $5,000 range. And I don't even know what motor you got. At the end of the day, if it's $3,000, that car in service will pay you back, really, after about 15 months. You're talking months. about parts only, right? No, I'm talking about complete used engine. Oh, used. Okay. A complete rebuilt engine, because that's a long block. He's got a hole in the block. Oh, there's, yeah. There's no fixing that. No. But what happens if we could find this motor in a wrecking yard that's really clean, has great compression, and has low mileage on it? Right. Even lower than what he's got right now. Right. So I, 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 I'm, I feel for you, but I, I'm telling you, you are not served well by trying to hire experts at this point and get these three people to come together. It's too late for that. It's too late. That should have happened at the very, very beginning when the dealer said no, and he may may or may not have had a good reason why. Anyway, somebody's on the phone. How can we help you? What's your name? Gary. Gary. Gary, go Hi, ahead. Hi, Mark. Hi. Uh, I've got, an, I've got a, a 2011 F-150, and I was pumping gas uh, just yesterday at the Costco, and I uh, went... A lot of times I go on the other, the opposite side, so I have to pull the hose around uh, to, you know, get to the to the uh, opening. Uh, uh-huh. And what uh, what was and I, I do it. I've been doing it that way for you know, depending on what side I go on. But it's not uncommon for me to, to do that because that's one of the open lanes. But when I was doing it, the uh, uh, the guy behind me said, "You're leaking something." And I looked down there and, and I identified it uh, as the. It's like a little overflow tube or something, and it was gas that was coming out. Uh, one of the things was uh, uh, the, the way I do it, too, is I kind of let it pulls back so that uh, the angle of the nozzle sort of ca- comes up a little bit. But I, I went back there today and, and repumped it and did the same thing, and it didn't come out this time. So I was wondering what the heck was going on. Well, do you have two tanks, one on each side, or just one tank? Just one tank. Okay. Your, your truck's supposed to be have an airtight system. So we're going to suck the fumes off your tank, and we're going to run them through the engine again. And we've got all kinds of solenoids that make that happen and stuff. You should not be leaking unless you're leaking out of the inlet. So if you overfill the tank and we've got gasoline coming out of where you stick the nozzle in, if you'll look right below there, there's a hole. And more than likely, that goes from a tube down to drain, and that's just the overflow. But when you put the gas cap on there, there should be no venting at all. 
We don't want any liquid to come out at all. In this particular this case... Has, I'm sorry. This actually is one of those that doesn't have a gas cap. Okay. All right. I understand. Is it possible that it came out that, that arena, that area? Because my wife's edge has the same thing. Is it possible? Because there's been times I've overfilled it. I go click, 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 and you're not supposed to do that. And I've had gas come out at me because I've stuffed the tank full and I shouldn't have. Is that possible you did that that one time? Uh, no, because I actually stopped it. I had about, I, I was about half, no, three quarters of the way full. And uh, I stopped it because I wasn't sure exactly okay. what was going on. And All I right. kind of, you know. Well, the good news is is that your truck is sophisticated enough to where if it can't vent the tank, it'll set a check engine light because it pulls a vacuum on the tank. And if the tank won't hold vacuum, that means some portion of the tank is compromised. I would just do what you're going to do. If, in fact, it leaks again, I want you to triangulate the leak. I want you to say it's right here horizontally, and then from the back bumper, it's right here. So you're going to triangulate the leak and show us where it's at, and somebody's going to have to go in there and put some smoke in the evaporative system and find out where the compromise is at. So we use a machine that blows dense white smoke. We hook it up to that particular system, and wherever there's a leak, we're going to have dense white smoke. So, But right now, I wouldn't worry about it. It didn't happen the next time, and so just keep an eye on it. And if you see gas on the ground again, then you're going to have to have somebody address it. Okay? Okay. Would you recommend, um, I recently took my truck to uh, Bridwell's and uh, for disc brakes, and they seemed to do a good job. They were a little more expensive than, like, uh, you know, a, a, a previous uh, estimate that I had. But uh, I've heard you speak about, I think it's, is it Black Blackman's? Blackwell's uh, at four, Blackwell. 40th, yeah. 40th and, and Greenway. And, and tell him you have a coupon. You forgot it at home, but you have a coupon from Mark Salem for 50% off any repairs. And uh, and he'll laugh just like you laugh. But but the idea is, is I wouldn't do anything until I had gas on the ground again. I wouldn't do anything okay. because I think you're wasting your time. I think there's a good chance that this, you know, but again, it's not supposed to leak. That's supposed to be an airtight system. So just just, just fill it up uh, again and again, and if you don't see gas in the ground, then let's forget it. And are you sure it came from your car and not from somebody else's? Yes. I actually got down on the ground, and, and I could identify it coming out when I stopped pumping. When I released it, it okay. stopped. All right. And and here's what I want you to do. Now that you know where the hose is at, next time you have your oil change, then lift it up in the air and tell them you want to go out and show them the hose. And they'll be able to track it backwards, and maybe it is an overflow from the filler neck, and that's not typically part because when you close that door where you stick your nozzle, when you close that door, it's supposed to be an airtight system. So have somebody look at the hose because if you saw it yourself, you can point it out, and Blackwell could pull that off. As far as pricing is concerned, let me stick up for, for Bridwell's for just a second. You can you can bid what appears to be something stupid like a water pump. There's guys that put tax and, and, and license or tax and environmental charges and shop supplies in their estimates, and there's guys that don't, and that's going to change the estimate by 10%. Then there's guys out there that are going to do the water pump and the labor, and that's all, but that's not what we need. We need the water pump, the labor. We need the lower, lower hose clamp. We need a gallon and a half of coolant. We need to check the pressure on the radiator cap, and we need to make sure the thermostat's working. So there's a lot more to it than just water pump and labor. So to, in their defense, we have to make sure we're comparing apples with apples. So I, I understand, and people say that about me, but here's what I say back to them. No one, no one 
in 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 39 years has ever left our facility with an estimate that was one penny over their estimate not one penny and here's why is because we do our estimates they have everything in them and we tell you you'll write your check or pay this much or less we're guaranteeing you, and we've eliminated all that crap that everybody's doing with respect to bid. Not everybody, but some people do with respect to bidding. So it's not uncommon for my customer to call and say, Mark, I can get you know, $100 off your price. I know, but let me, let's compare apples to apples. I got the part. I got the labor. I've got the coolant. I got the shop supplies. I got the environmental charges. I got the sales tax, and I got another $20 in there just for a buffer for me. And he goes, oh, okay. And I said, you get their numbers for the same thing. And oftentimes the customer is a little bit more aware of the situation afterwards. But thank you for bringing that up, Gary. Thank you very much, and good luck. Bob, good morning to you. How can I help you? Hello. My uh, question is kind of an old standard, I guess, but um, changing uh, out my car, putting a, a motor swap in it, basically, okay. trying to save the vehicle. Um, and my question is, about distilled water in the radiator. Okay. Is it is it still is it worthwhile to do that on cars? Um, this is a an O2 car, but then I've got a couple older cars too and trucks. I mean, like from the 60s and 70s. Right. And um, my whole thing is how I know our water here in Phoenix is not the greatest, but I'm wondering about damage to the motor. And this current one is an aluminum motor, also. Okay. So no. I know that. Yeah, the answer to your question is no. Um, we don't put distilled water, and you definitely don't put RO water, reverse osmosis water, in your car. We definitely don't do that. The coolant has all the additives necessary to condition your water. It has all your additives necessary. The idea is this. The coolant and the water, 50-50 mix, will protect you. So distilled water is an old wives' tale. We never did need distilled water. But I also want to draw your attention to this. I want you to look at the faucets on all your house. And I'll bet they in the 50s, 60s, and 70s, there was all this white crap all over the faucets. And today, we don't have that. And it has to do with the clarity of our water. And it has to do with the lack of acidity of our water. And it's very balanced. It's pH balanced. So to answer your question, just use a five-gallon bucket, put a gallon of coolant in it, put a gallon of water in it, stir it up, put it in the car. If you need more, a half a gallon of coolant, a half a gallon of water, and do it like we do it. It's not that scientific. We do just exactly that. And thank you. Okay, um, Bob, I don't have time. I'm sorry. But here's what I will give you. Mark at MarkSalem.com. Mark at MarkSalem.com. And I'll take your email as quickly as you send it to me. I'll call you back. Leave your phone number for me. And I'll call you back, and I'm going to call from a block number for obvious reasons. Autodynamics is Sun City's largest and most trusted source for complete automotive services, family-owned and operated since 1982. They have high quality and service they can provide, and they stand behind their work. Did I say that he's been around since 1982? At Autodynamics, the staff and technicians are not paid a commission or a percentage of a repair bill. So, therefore, they don't sell unnecessary parts and labor. So, if you're in the Sun City area, I'd like to recommend Automotive Dynamics. It's on the north side of Grand, just west of 99th Avenue. North side of Grand, just west of 99th Avenue. Folks, you can also email me if you have a car question, mark at marksalem.com. Mark at marksalem.com. But if you'd go to marksalem.com and look at my FAQs first, I would appreciate that. 
Thank you for spending Saturday with me. Thank you very much, and I hope I've helped you or given you something that will save you money down the road. And if you want to take uh, issue with something I've said, I'm okay with that. We can have a civilized discussion, and we can both have our say. And in our industry, that happens um, not on a regular basis, but it does happen. So drive safe, wear your seatbelt. God bless you. And I'll see you next Saturday right here at 10 o'clock on KKNT 960 AM. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.